Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Live from New York, it's the show that is so weird today. <laughs> Even I'm uncomfortable. It might with not it. be good. It might not I'm be good. It's gonna know. be great. It's gonna be his fault. Trust too. the brother. But it might just be just like his upset alert. Trust me. <laughs> Trust me. Already. <laughs> Buckle up for the Josh Allen roller coaster. Ups, downs, and a final destination as the two seed. Are the Bills the most dangerous team in the playoffs? Meanwhile, oh no, old two toes. After being ten toes down on the Eagles, Brew downgraded to two. Is he ready to officially brotherly shove Philly out of his playoff predictions? And finally, Dak takes care of his last tomato can and basically says s That's not even a sentence. <laughs> yeah, no one knows what I'm talking about right, because, because you've invented this whole world. Yeah. S-Bob. Takes yeah. care yeah. of his <laughs> last tomato can that and says S-Bob. Yeah, okay. Dak is with me. Dak knows exactly what I'm talking about. For new so viewers, I apologize. Just try to stay with us. Yeah. It's like coming into... Game of Thrones, you episode no five. <laughs> what is this exactly? Division yeah. cap? No, I'm asked about it. <laughs> Nick Wright, Kevin Wilds, Chris Broussard. We're just going to start the show. Good idea. It's going to be a treat. Uh, we start again with the roller coaster of the Bills. Josh Allen throws two touchdowns and two interceptions while losing a fumble and running for almost 70 yards. Bills win out post by five in a row. Mm. You predicted that? Did you call that? Uh, here's Josh Allen. Six and six. You know, we we knew what was in front of us. Had a lot of internal talks. Trusted the guys in this locker room. And um, at the end of the day, this 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 is fun. This is cool. I'll never say no to winning a division. But the only thing that it solidifies is a home game and one more game. So uh, it doesn't mean anything if we go out there next week and don't do our job. So we gotta we gotta find a way to put our best foot forward and go go find the victory next week. I mean, it's a nice T-shirt. Do you owe Bills fans an apology? Mm. Oh, I do. Wow. Is this a sarcastic thing? This is. Well, let's I'm, just wait. I'm stunned. Why don't you just wait. Okay. No, it's, it's not. I do owe Bills Mafia an apology. Apology might be strong, but I was wrong. I flatly did not think they could rip off five straight wins. And the reason I didn't was because I did not trust Josh Allen to keep it together for five straight games. And the crazy thing is, he didn't, but they did. And that is, in a way, well, a lot of things. That is, in a way, more impressive. Josh Allen did not get on a five-game peak roller coaster heater. Mm -hmm. That is not why they won these games. I would argue yesterday, and I know we'll discuss it throughout the show, was a perfect microcosm for the full Josh Allen experience. And he said that. He said for their season, and I'm talking about for him personally. It's just three, you've got to be kidding me, plays, and three, you've got to be kidding me, plays. And so the, the Buffalo Bills... Despite injuries, despite absurd turnovers by their best player, despite a weird situation going on with their second best player, Stefan Diggs, over the course of these entire winning streak, despite all, and despite, in my opinion, not playing very well each of the last three games yeah. for large sections of it, found a way to win. And much like I said after after the Cowboys had an ugly win when the Eagles also had an ugly win. The Cowboys beat Detroit when the Eagles lost. And I said, none of it matters because now they're the two yep. seed. Right. If you're Buffalo, you had, you had waved long goodbye to the one seed a long time ago. Your best case scenario as far as playoff seeding is what you got. And so, yeah, I will give credit. To the Bills organization, I give credit to the defense. I give credit to Josh for despite making some absolute, such knucklehead decision to end the first half. His coach called him out in the typical throwaway halftime interview where they don't say anything. His coach like, you can't do that. Found a way. 
So, yeah, I mean, I was wrong that they were 0% to make the playoffs. They made the playoffs and they're the two seed, so credit to them. Look, if Josh Allen, and I know he became like the third player ever to throw for, what, 350 yards, complete 75% of your passes, and, and run have like for and run, run, for, for, run for more than 50 mm-hmm. yards, yeah. 50 or more yards. I still don't think he played a good game. If he gave them a B-minus game, this is 48-20 part two. Mm-hmm. If he just plays a B-minus game, I think it's a blowout. You know, and, and like he left, obviously, the, you had the first interception, which was ridiculous. I mean, he didn't even – he's looking this way the whole time and just throws it without even looking, and I, it's not even close to Gabe Davis. And so then you had the second interception. Both of them were in – the one – the first was in the red zone at the five-yard yeah. line. The second when they were at the Dolphins 35. That is – so he took at least six points, probably say 10, yeah. but maybe 14 points – off the board. Well, All right, and then that's not even the mention the fumble before the half. That's three. Yep. So they go in down 14-7 at the half, and they could have been up by 10 points at yep. the half. The hero, and look, Josh certainly did his great things. Like you said, he ran the football terrifically. All right? But the hero was Deontay Hardy. Yep. If he doesn't return that punt for a touchdown, sure. I'm not sure they win. I mean, that's, it's after that that Josh started playing well. He had some decent runs before, but it was after that that he really started cooking. And so, look, they, to me, this change, it's great that they're the second seed if you're a Bills fan. Obviously, it's great that they're in, first of all. But you have no idea if they're going to be great next week or if they're going to be bad. Allen the season before and after Joe Brady became the offensive coordinator because we thought that was kind of a desperation move, similar to how we kind of ripped the Eagles for switching out or switching in Matt Patricia. This seems to have worked. They're 6-1. His completion percentage is down a lot. Yeah, but is this Joe Brady saying, you know what? A little more Clark Kent, a little less Superman. No. It's, and, it's, and this has – But really? it's not. It's it is. T- They're running the ball a well, lot more. Yes, but it's not like they are dialing up easier passes for him. You know, they are running it. You're yeah. right. They're taking the ball like out of his hands more. But I don't know if we can the, the, put that back up or not. But the, his completion percentage dropping from 70 to 60 is wild. Yeah. The passer rating dropping. The turnover rate stayed the exact same. And I'm doing math in my head real quick. The touchdown rate dropped just a tiny bit. And so, no, I don't, I, I don't, I think that they are winning these games in part because the defense has been playing better defense and been they are running the ball way better and Josh is running the ball more. The break glass in case of emergency the Bills have always had is you have the most athletically imposing quarterback in the league. Yeah. Athletically imposing. But- what? If you count size. No, I'm if talking about to size. be able to run over people. Oh, not not the most size. athletically right. dynamic, but imposing. Right. To be able to run over people. And I think that Dorsey, smartly, did not want... Because Josh Allen, at the end of last week's game, got crushed. Mm-hmm. He got hit hard and was getting lit up throughout this game. But A, they were in do-or-die situations. And B, it's a new uh, offensive coordinator trying to you know make a good impression to keep yep. the job full-time. Yep. All of that. I just... I. I don't know if this is good or bad for the Bills long term. Because they are now, unless they lose to Pittsburgh, which I don't think with no T.J. Watt they're going to, mm. they're not going to move on from McDermott. And the McDermott and Allen, to me, don't so mesh just properly. Him, it, just him I, getting to the second round keeps McDermott's job? They're not going to. after they getting should, the two They're S. Bob by seed. his own estimation. Uh, know, yeah. that, that's uh, fluky. I mean, let's uh, keep it real. They're, that two uh, seed is fluky. Uh, Okay, I'm Did just, they have the second best? Were they the second best team throughout the season in the no, AFC? No, but they are no. on paper the I'm telling you, for me, Sean McDermott needs to at least get to the conference final. Okay, all right. So then, well, then maybe then it, I am operating under the assumption that the, his job is now pretty safe. So I don't know if this is good or bad for them long term. And it is incredibly bizarre to watch what was the scariest part of their team, the Allen-Diggs combination, just be off for two months while they're winning. Nice. And they, they connected on a nice deep pass. They connected on yes, one nice deep pass, and he missed him on one yes, other one. Yep. And, it, you know, Hardy, the uh, not Hardy, Khalil Shakir yep. seemed to be a, a scary threat for them. Mm-hmm. I, I, and I want to be very clear, I still th- I believe, and I'll probably go to the game, 
if the Bills host the Chiefs in round two. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're winning that game. I don't. I, I still, I, and I know Buffalo fans can be as mad at me as they want and send Kevin Wilds all the tweets that I won't read, but then Wilds will read to me read on them. our morning call <laughs> for reasons well, I don't totally understand. Uh, I don't trust the Bills. You can't trust I, 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 You agree with you me on that. But I, 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 I totally agree them, with you. But I don't trust them. I totally agree with you. But right now, and you know, it may change. Right now, Bills, Chiefs, I'm leaning Buffalo. So really? then you leaning. have the Bills in the conference championship game. If they Right now, I'm leaning that way. And okay. I may change it. You but still see, need to watch all your with, Well, with them, I think their ceiling this year is higher than the Chiefs. From like them at their best, I think is better than anything we've seen from the Chiefs this year. Okay. Uh, decimated Dolphins dropped to the sixth seed after scoring 14 points and ending the game on a double coverage interception uh, by Tua. Uh, here's Tua and Mike McDaniel post game. Anytime we lose, uh, it's never a good feeling. Um, the stakes are high every time we play, so we understand what was uh, at stake tonight. And we just didn't come through, and uh, it started with me. I can't console or or fix it um, with the team. It hurts. It should. Uh, we we lost a game that um, we think we're capable of winning. Hats off to the Buffalo Bills. Okay, uh, this offense, which we were very scared of after they scored 70 points in their last five games, they're just two and three. They're down at 22 points. Passing yards are at 233. Five touchdowns, four interceptions, and to his passer rating down to 89. A lot of this, I think, is missing Jalen Waddle. But, uh, Brew, do you have another theory? Are you surprised the Dolphins fell flat? Okay. Surprise? Here we go. And here's where the variety no. portion of the show Sur- begins. Were you here Friday? I was here. Were both of you guys here Friday? No, we because here. on Friday, we put this up. Oh, Sunday Night Fever, Dolphins pay for bringing dancing shoes to a bar brawl. Because you said break dancers, but that's like a disco break dance. Yeah. It's all the same era. The 70s it is when is. the break dancing started. Oh, break okay. dancing right, started you. in the 70s, all right? Uh-huh. So, look, the Bills guys, for all their errors, they pack a punch. They won yes. this game that's right. because Josh Allen was running like Derrick Henry at times. That's right. And their defense held what's now the second most prolific offense in the league this year to just 14 points. All right? That's right. And while they came to fight, oh, no. the artsy, fleet-footed, finesse, oh, no. cute Miami Dolphins – Came to dance. Oh, the, the, oh this. they came to dance. Wild. They're on the field doing this stuff. They're not. And wild. the Bills are like, yo, we knuckling up and y'all doing backspins. <laughs> All right? They don't play around with that. The Bills came up. And you know the problem for the Dolphins are going to face? What? Every what? team in the playoffs in the AFC comes to fight. Knuckles up, Pittsburgh, Houston? Cleveland, sure Baltimore. Yeah. yeah, everything but Houston. Kansas and Houston's City. defense yeah. actually will hold you down yeah. a little bit. Kansas City, of course. So, yeah. I'm telling y'all, okay. the I, Dolphins, I I, it's fun to watch. These boys are getting busy. Okay. Yeah, boy. That's right. Do that thing. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. They getting but, busy. Okay. But, again, let somebody tackle one of them. <laughs> Let somebody I, I come, to. you know, run okay. through them. And, right, thanks, and, and it's a whole different story. Good Thank job. You. So that is what the, the break boys. All right, I don't think hate, that's what they right, call it. Great you, job, bro. guys. That was well done, as always. Was it? I, I mean, you've, you have created this monster, Wild. <laughs> and I'm just letting you know right now. It was the perfect okay. analogy. Okay. I said it in what? Week four. Yeah. They no. are now one in five against. Playoff teams, uh-huh. they average like 17 no, points a listen, game against Miami. Oh, they great. They dancing with everybody bro. else. The analysis is spot on. Your your You're the like, need to I bring like in oh, break dancers like is unnecessary. <laughs> um, listen, the Bills did everything to try to give Miami that game. Yes. Agreed? Yes. Especially early yes. on. Yes. And Miami couldn't take advantage. So yes. I want to talk right. about, to me, the three biggest culprits. Please. All right? The first one, and we all like him, and he's funny, and he's unique, and I think he's pretty cutting edge. And I'm now going to sound like an old man. 
Mike McDaniel, oh, run the no. damn ball. Oh! They what? had success oh, man, running. Man, Jeannie's back. Right. No, Coach. well, they, they had success running the ball throughout They're a great in this running game. Team. Yep. They're a great running team. I understand you had no Mostert, but A-Chan was excellent. Jeff Wilson was well. Fine, yeah. And they – so I thought McDaniel got – because at no point were they down two scores. They were ahead most of the game. They, yep. they, and they, they, they relied on Tua who didn't have it. Second culprit – a guy who may, maybe squandered Offensive Player of the Year, we'll see, oh. in Tyreek Hill. Thank you. So Tyreek is one of the greatest players I've ever seen, and this I thought was a miss on an otherwise excellent broadcast. And I love Collinsworth. I really do. I think his, I don't love him as much as he loves Josh Allen, <laughs> but I love Collinsworth. No one does. In the, with a minute 25 left on the play that Tyreek Hill was passing or feared on, I understand he was – Tyreek Hill, I believe, is going to score a touchdown here. I have seen him. He, what Part of what makes him so dangerous is he gets from landing to full speed faster than any athlete I've ever seen. That safety is not getting there, and seven's not catching Maybe. him. He might. And so, and, Even if he doesn't score, it's still a huge play. Right. And so I under, because he got the flag, we all kind of moved on from the fact that this could have tied the game yeah. or certainly put him in a better position. And then last but, of course, not least is Tua. And this is the part nobody wants to hear. This is why I thought him being in the MVP discussion at any point was ludicrous. This is why his own team multiple times throughout his career has tried to move off him. This is why they are not going to pay him this offseason. Because now, we've never seen him in the playoffs. We will in zero-degree weather shortly, and I'm excited for it. But... He has had four playoff-adjacent games in his career. We can show you how he did. Week 17 against Buffalo is rookie season. He's a rookie, so be it. Winning, you're in. No. Week 17, the next year against Tennessee, they needed to win that game and the next week. Terrible. Last week against Baltimore to be the one seed. Bad. Last night against Buffalo to win the division and be the two seed. Bad and throws to chase Claypool, of all people, and double coverage with the game on the line. So that that is as much as Brew's, if not funny, accurate commentary about the breakdancing, you know, is an issue. They also don't, (laughs) Brew, they don't have a difference maker at quarterback, flatly. And much like another team in the Shanahan system, in my opinion, we don't have to argue about it right now, can look so amazing when things are rolling. But if things are not, and the other team can get you a little off schedule, not having that difference maker at quarterback is the difference in these games. And, and here's a quick difference. Because we, we've – I don't know if you agree. Purdy's a better not. athlete. Right, I think the eye test with Purdy looks better than Tua. I actually agree. And here's the other thing. I, I talked about it last week. Purdy's done it for the most part against good teams. Tua no, struggles that is, against the that good teams. That's the thing. Like, he racked up most of his big numbers, as with Tyreek, against the bottom feeders, the yeah. tomato cans. No, so. they've beaten one team over 500. One Just the Cowboys. Yeah. That's it. Uh, all right, so the Dolphins are headed to Arrowhead uh, Saturday night, where the temperature is expected to be a balmy zero. And actually, negative 17 with the wind chill. It'll be great. Oh. It'll be great. Don't correct me when I'm doing my reads. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> actually, I looked at the forecast, Miles. <laughs> Zero. Uh, second matchup with the Dolphins this year. Nick? Yeah. It was a close one in Germany. Tyreek coughed it up, and you won 21-14. It's a close one in Germany, and we won 21-14. Uh-huh. Do you love or hate this second dance with the Dolphins? So I've done a 180 here. Oh. Last oh. week, because there were five teams yeah, the right. Chiefs could have been playing in round one, and I said my number one draft pick would have been the Colts, and my last draft pick would have been Miami. I've now done a total 180. After watching that game? After watching general. football all weekend and watching the Chiefs. I'm glad it's Miami. I want only the toughest teams. I want only the teams that there is no chance. I don't want to play the Steelers. I want to play the Bills. And you couldn't play Steelers in round two anyway. Mm. I don't want to play a rookie quarterback in C.J. Stroud. I want to play Tyreek Hill. I, because I believe the Chiefs, with full attention, are as good as anybody in the league. They're bad games. Now, Brew, I know they've lost the best teams, right. but it has been one score, one drop, one this. Okay. They're bad games. The Broncos game, the Raiders game, the Packers before the Packers, you know, when the Packers appeared to be a bad team, were teams that I – the times Kansas City has looked, what is wrong with this team? 
was never against good teams. Now, they've lost to good teams. I understand that. And I do not believe Miami. Miami did not want to tackle Josh Allen in a balmy 60 degrees. Okay, good luck with Isaiah Pacheco at negative 15 win chill and arrowhead. Off of a bye. I, I hope, yeah, off of a bye, de facto bye. bye for Kansas City. Yep. So I'm glad it's the I'm glad it's the Dolphins, and I'm glad also because there will be no overlooking them because of who they are and even though they've lost to good teams, how dangerous in theory they are. Yeah, look, I, I'm We'll make our picks when we make our picks. I'm leaning Kansas City for sure. Oh, that's surprising. Okay. Um, yeah, no, I, look, I, I said it just a moment ago. Every other team except Houston, and Houston's like 13th in the league in scoring defense yeah. or 11th. Pittsburgh's 13th. The, the other ones are all in the top six. Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. the, the Baltimore. D'Amico's a good defensive yeah. coach. Like, these, I, 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 I'm going to keep beating it because it's true. They want a brawl. And the Dolphins are not built to play with those teams. And we've seen it time and time again when they face the top opponents. So, Nick's right. Like, look, they're talented. Tyreek is going to be hyped up. One, because he's going against his former team. But two, because he basically blew that game in Germany. So, there's that. But, I mean, they're explosive. But I got to lean toward the Chiefs on this one. Do you remember when the Patriots were playing the Dolphins and Belichick brought the Patriots down early to get used to Florida? I feel like the Dolphins should go up to the University of Missouri or the University of Kansas and get used to it. The idea that you're going to go from Miami to minus 19 and think that everything's going to roll. It's not going to work. I know Tyreek has played there for a long time. Uh, I know you, this is shocking from an alleged Chiefs fan like you. University of Missouri is about two and a half hours outside of Kansas City, so they probably won't be going there. But I understand what you're saying. You're Maybe acting you like I don't know where the University of Missouri is. I'll give you $1,000 if you name the city it's in. University of Missouri? Yeah. Right after the break. <laughs> okay, but real quick, can, I, can I show is you it, one thing? Columbia, Columbia Missouri. Yeah. Can I oh, show I you one that. thing? That was an easy one. Uh, <laughs> Wilds. Because what, how did this Chiefs season start? It was the Lions Lost game. Yeah. Lions. Pick six. Before the loss, though. Aside from the Kelsey injury, what was the story of that game? No, weird vibes. Weird vibes surrounding oh, weird Chris vibes. Jones. Yeah, yeah. You were big on the vibes. How are the vibes? Are they arguing on the sidelines? Are yeah. they not? A nice little full circle moment. The season starts with Chris Jones, weird vibes. He's in the stadium, but he's not playing. Yeah. They lose the game. Here's how the season, for people who aren't watching the game, I don't blame you. Chris Jones was the only starter playing because he got a million and a quarter dollars if he got a sack. He finally got a sack. And this is how they almost got a sideline penalty. He's awesome. Because the entire team celebrated with him. And Andy was only going to play him one series. He ended up playing him through into the second half so he could get his sack. <laughs> and if there is such a thing as kind of whatever vibes issues ailed this team, this being a cleansing moment, I liked that. I also liked that all the teams had their playoff spots locked. Lost this weekend, except for Kansas City. I do. San Francisco, Baltimore, and Cleveland, they all rested their starters. Yeah. They all lost. Kansas City rested their starters. They found a way to win. You know what else I like, Brew? Because you're an old school team guy. I like not playing Travis Kelsey. I did too. I think he's like, I you thought know they what? were going to. I don't to. care about my own. I'm 16 yards away. I don't care. I'm locked in on the team. I need no, this that looks rest. Good. I agree. But I if they weren't the going to play, Globes. they should have let him go to the Golden Globes. That's, yeah. No, no. Guys, Brew, see, this is the type. I don't. It's not about me disliking these these three guys, but I don't like them. Yeah, boy, I love them. <laughs> Coming up next, we're jacking like in on better Bruce. than the dog. See, this Super is what I'm saying, Professor Brew, Brew's toes. I'm, this is just. I'm a man a of many shows. facets. Welcome back to the show. Let's check in on Bruce's Super Bowl pick. The Eagles have landed at the five seed after a 27-10 loss to the Giants. They end the season going 1-5 and and travel to Tampa Bay to play. You know who he plays? Big show. Here's Sirianni. None of us are quitters. We all get up off the mat when we're down, and we get up, and we keep going. Like, I don't, like... When you're when you get hit in life, when you get hit in football, you got two options: you can stay down, or you can get you can get the f up. And I know this group is fighters. I know this group will get up. I know that we've all been through things in our life that is that's that we've had all had to deal with, and we know how to get up. Okay, that's a straight Rocky quote. He was alluding (laughs) straight from the movie. Here's a graphic brew of the worst records in December and January to make the playoffs in the last 20 years. To the left there is the Eagles right now, and then it's the Dolphins who lost in the wild card round. So, yeah. is there any reason 
Nick. Yeah. To believe the Eagles can turn this around. No, of course Greg not. Greg Jennings is here. This everyone. is hi, Greg, but we're gonna need a moment here. This is the worst Greg case scenario them for to Philly. Reach the Super Bowl they know, but Greg, oh, hold on, Greg. <laughs> Greg did he not? No, he but jumped he, off a week ago. Yeah, yeah, well, a couple weeks ago, which is such a shame you didn't. And we'll get to that in a moment. This is the worst scenario for Philly. Could have listened to me and been like, Dallas ain't losing to Washington. Rest your guys, try to get things True. right. Instead, they played all their guys, got a couple guys hurt, got beat 24 nothing in the first half before they took starters out, and now they're in a situation where they might have a quarterback problem, if we're being honest. They definitely have a coach problem. And the defense, it's not even, is it a problem if your car's on fire? Do you have a car problem? Or (laughs) is your car just on fire? They have the worst defense of any team that's going to make the playoffs, which is why this is such a shame. Brew had so many opportunities, so many chances to abandon the Eagles. And as as we all know, First things first, bylaws. While it is shameful to abandon a preseason pick, you are at least allowed to do it until the playoff field has been set, assuming you were given ample opportunity. So let's go ahead and check and see if Bruce was given ample opportunities to come off the Eagles. Roll the tape, please. Please. Yes. Yes. And I'm saying it with my chest. Not true. I didn't even mean for that to rhyme, but yes. I haven't brought this out in a while, but these oh, are ten toes, baby. <laughs> I am ten toes down. Bro, you Look, lost all your toes. Martin, ten toes down toes. on the Philadelphia Eagles. I am sticking with the Philadelphia Eagles. Shake your heads. Why? Why? Raise Why? your eyebrows. Why? I'm glad I didn't toes? switch my pick. I'm yeah, ten toes. toes. Yeah, ten toes. Down. Ten toes. <laughs> So, Brew, you had your opportunities. <laughs> you lost them. I'm you, you curious to hear how videos you out. the Eagles can turn it around. You left a few what, videos what you, out. What do you mean? Oh, when you abandoned them to win the a Super Bowl weeks and just ago, switched two it weeks to make down, the Super Two Bowl? weeks ago, I said I'm two toes down. Uh-huh. Dusty the wheel. No. 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 How this many toes bad. down and I? No. I went from ten to two. Yeah. 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 Well, now I'm here. We'll go ahead. Oh, this is the worst thing we the do. The idea that it's randomized, yeah. but it's a take. Okay, Dusty. It's yeah, that so doesn't work. Stupid. I'm out. It's so, it's so You're out. You're out. out. You're, You're out. out. Not allowed. Not allowed. I love it. I wrote the bylaws. I wrote the bylaws. I wasn't even on the show. I was a guest. Not allowed. I wrote the bylaws. You don't get a pick then. You just don't get an analyst. I don't even want a pick. I don't even want a pick. No, you need a pick. I'm putting on that analyst hat. No, I can't have a pick. I can't have a pick because and I can't I, do the I show really, with no pick. No, no. no. Super Bowl. I put on the analyst hat. Thank you. Obviously, the best team right now in the NFC is, is the Niners. Okay, well, we'll right? see. I, so, said, I told you this. <laughs> but I'm the analyst. I'm just going to watch. You believe You got it. Dallas. Stick with your Cowboys. Yeah, we'll get well, to yeah. them in a minute. Yeah. But I, I, I'm putting on the analyst cap. I would look like a fool you, to be out <laughs> here saying that the Eagles got a chance. That's no what we've been telling we you. Now, now, I'm going to be honest. The past several weeks, <laughs> I felt there was a chance. I felt there was a chance. I, I was like, man, if they just get the – but what I saw time. yesterday, you lost to Tommy DeVito with all due respect to my New Jersey homeboy. And Tyrod. Tyrod Taylor with bad a bad thumb. Yeah. And it wasn't even cl- – they have – I don't know what's going on, but I, I'll, I'll say this. They look like a team yesterday that's dispirited and that doesn't believe in the coach. Yeah. Mm. And when A.J. Brown has to call a meeting, players only, and say, let's believe in the coaches, that tells yeah. you something's going on there. So – I, I have to be an analyst. I really did what think they would bring it together, but now now look, I, I'll be now I'm gonna say this because oh, the boy. pick was Super Bowl. Yeah, I am not convinced that they won't beat Tampa Bay. Oh, and oh, right oh. now, no, hold on. They're right now, favorite. I am leaning toward them beating Tampa no, Bay. Nobody, but they will lose okay, in the second. Nobody cares they, about they your Eagles opinions that. anymore. You're out on they the won't get past the year. You're out, You're out on them. Go ahead, Greg. Say I'm proud of you. It's, it's, Thank you, my man. He's analyst. I, I, he did it a week, seven days ago. He no, can't I, jump past on me. I actually it's did it almost ten a month days. Ago. Thank oh, you. No, so a month. Yeah, you put me on my own butt list. Yeah. Like, yeah. 
that was like two butlers ago. Yeah, that, was, that was when <laughs> I officially made it. Two butlers ago. Oh, in your mind. Yeah. You yeah. Yeah. I had to talk about it. But, but no, they, they can't turn it around. Yeah, like, look, this is... <laughs> what we have to understand is there's a mentality that you have to have going into the postseason. I remember having it. Like, the, the year we won the Super Bowl, there was a vibrato. There was an excitement. There was this feeling that we had going into the postseason that we knew we were going to be a problem for any opposing team. It worked out. We ended up winning Super Bowl. The following year, we go 15-1. and We lost our only game to your Chiefs. And going into the postseason – we didn't have that same feel. Huh. It was across the board. And I remember sitting down with Charles Wilson and asking him, it feels different than last year, right? And he said yes. Everybody felt it wasn't that we doubted who we were. We just knew it felt a little different. That is the Philadelphia Eagles. We have all wanted to see, can they get back to who they were last year? This is not the same team. Yeah. Yeah. It's not who they've been for 18 weeks. Yeah. And you finally... Removed all toes. I, yeah. Look, I gave it the uh, good yeoman's effort. <laughs> what? I, I can't. I can't. You back guys them. are applauding. I cannot him back them. That, he got there. I, I, I'm, he's so I stubborn. I cannot back them. Yeah. And old people I should not be, be punished lying. for loyalty. Yeah, no, no. I really have I should to be get love for oh, being yeah, loyal. Exactly. Okay. Uh, last year, the Cowboys went into D.C. and laid an egg. Not this time, as Dak and Dallas brought their can openers. You know what time it is. <laughs> That's right. Tomato-based. Uh, Dak throws four touchdowns. Here he is post-game. Dak Prescott, C.D. Lamb, all smiles, clinch the division and the number two seed. Where's the hat? Uh, I want something bigger than that. All right, we got it. All right, and I know that. Tough day for the hat industry. Like, hey, <laughs> got a lot of money for exclusive hat rights. Uh, Brew, what grade are you giving the Cowboys? Well, look, it, it was a tomato can. Yeah, of course. There's no doubt about that, Washington. But it was a divisional game, and it was on the road where the Cowboys have darn near been tomato cans. So, look, Dak was great. I, early on, it was interesting. The interception wasn't really that, that much on him, but still, he, it, it was like, oh, wow, is this going to be a game? Something. And then they recovered. He and CD continued their great combination. One thing I liked Tony Pollard ran with some force. Right? He ran like Isaiah Pacheco yesterday. And he, it was his like best rushing game in like six weeks. All right, so overall, bottom line is they look great. I am a tough yet fair, fair. and Everybody objective yep. grader. Wow. So there's only one, one grade wow. to give the Cowboys. Congratulations. Solid. You are heading into the playoffs on an A game. So that's a good look for the Cowboys. Uh, again, I, I think they played an A game. But for me, it's, it's no more about the – it's not about the grades anymore. This, this, this regular season has been all full of homework. And we all know – we've all had this teacher where, the final where they're like, you know, the tests are accumulatively worth about 30 percent. The homework is about 20 percent. And the final exam is worth 50 percent of your grade. And you're like, what? That's, that's a good – yeah. That's for exactly the Cowboys, this is what the, they're in the testing season. Like, the grades, the homework is all done. Everybody understands they're a good regular season team. Now, this is when it all counts. I thought yesterday they checked every box. They kind of had a little grudge match. It was kind of a grinder mm -hmm. to start. Mm -hmm. That feels good when you want to yep. actually be in a match where you know you're going to get some competition. But then uh, the better team actually looked more superior as the no game question. progressed, yep. and I loved it. Just two quick points. One, I guess one's a question, one's a point. First one is a question to you two. You guys feel a little foolish for the last week? All the time we could have spent about should Philly be on upset alert, we spent, despite my objections, ta talking this nonsense about whether or not the Cowboys were going to lose to Washington. And you guys both I, tried I to sell me. You both tried to that sell me coach. a bill of goods that about how wild. about how it was wild dangerous. I don't want to pile on. I, I just say it, yeah, it, it feels like when the Cowboys, this is <laughs> yeah. kind of the beats of how we do the Cowboys the, during the regular season when they're not playing a great team. We spend a ton of time previewing the game, talking about how can they lose, and then they dominate them, and we spend four minutes on Monday talking about it, and then we move on to talking about <laughs> how they can then lose their true. next game. That's true. So, that I mean, that is kind of what happens. It seems a little unfair. Here's the point I wanted to make and show it to you real quick. Does CeeDee Lamb have, has a, have a case that this year he was the best receiver in football? Yes, 100%. So, can we show it? To, listen, this is CeeDee versus Tyreek. Now, 
the answer there is statistically Tyreek hasn't, you know, nipped in in everything but catches. But it's very close. And given the fact that I think CD has been at his best in their best wins, yep. including the game against Detroit, that he was the best player on the field, which is Save why the they're the two instead of the three. Mm-hmm. I think at the very least, CD should have locked up a first-team All-Pro spot, which oh, is yeah. damn near I, hard, I which is hard that. to get. And he has a real case. He I, I real would case. go with Tyreek just because that quality of quarterback. I, yeah. I, I, I hear he that. in like 16 and a half games, Tyreek. But McCaffrey may be offensive player. He probably will. Oh, yeah, different story. Patriots lose the game. Their consecutive (laughs) win streak against the lowly Jets and maybe the greatest football coach in history. Belichick met with the media today, and here's what he said. I'm in a contract. Um, Do what I always do, which is every day I come in, work as hard as I can to help the team in whatever way I can. Uh, and so that's what I'm going to continue to do. Wondering if you've given any serious thoughts of relinquishing the personnel, maybe some of the draft responsibilities, and coaching the team, which you were saying yesterday, is something you still really want to do. Yeah, I'm, look, I'm for whatever, um, you know, collectively we decide as an organization is the best thing to help our football team. Very much like I'm not going, so <laughs> even if you fire me, I'll be here. <laughs> uh, Diana Rossini reports the Falcons are interested in Belichick. Gross. Jordan Schultz and Vrabel interested in the Patriots job. If it ends up being open, do you believe Belichick returns to the Patriots? Well, it is what I believe. I believe that if they want to draft a quarterback at three, they got to move on. And if they want to sign a veteran like Russell Wilson, they can keep him. Oh, I like that. I wouldn't trust Bill. With a young quarterback, and I would even if I did trust him with a young quarterback, I would want the best case scenario, which is my coach and quarterback are going to grow together for a decade. But if I'm signing a guy like Russell Wilson, and it's a short-term thing, and it's like you know what, he's still good on game day, he's still good with defenses, we can do that. But if I'm if I'm using the third pick on a quarterback, I'm moving on. If not, I would consider keeping him. Wild. Yes. The only thing we know about the Patriots is Mac Jones not going to be the quarterback next year. We don't. I'm not 100 sure. Okay, we do he know that. Active. What do he you? He has put on what, eight to nine uh, pounds of muscle. What do you want them oh, to do? What do you want them to do? Uh, I want to keep Bill Belichick, or get Mike Vrabel. The Mike Vrabel thing I like. <laughs> well, the Mike Vrabel thing I like because it's still a, a continuation. I want to keep Bill Belichick, and I saw a tweet. I said Matt Chatham. You nailed this 100%. I'm just going to read it verbatim. If the Patriots were to decide to move on from Belichick, looking at the then-available head coaching candidates, they need to immediately turn their attention to Bill Belichick. It's kind of how I felt about Derek Carr and the Raiders. Like, we're going to move on from Derek Carr and look for a new quarterback. And then once you scan the periphery, you're like, number one guy available is uh, Derek Carr. So I don't know if there's another head coach that we want more than Bill Belichick. The other thing, Greg, is only half of the car is not working or half of the bicycle we got defense totally works the organization works there's no like dysfunction within the organization it's just the offense it's the offense and more specifically (laughs) it might have been the quarterback who kept throwing the ball to the other team so it pains me to say but he wasn't developed properly but it might just be a quarterback issue yeah i don't think he returns next season I just think when when you look at what you're talking about, where they draft, what you're looking to draft potentially to fix everything, you're gonna want a young coach with yep. a new mind just to be just to be something fresh. Like it's not a knock on the fact that Bill Belichick can still coach or can't still coach. I believe everybody understands he can still coach effectively. But you have to, at some point, make a change and decide to move forward. The thing I got from his comments today is he's, I don't think he's going to cooperate with a trade. I think they're going to have to fire him. And I think he's like, you're going to have to fire me. I think I'm you're coming right back. on that, bro. Right? And, I, and I've all, you guys know I've said you cannot fire Bill Belichick. Yeah. All right? However, if he says he won't accept losing the front office duties, which he said he would. He kind of said he might. I don't know that he will. But if he, if he won't, they might have to fire him. I, I don't want him back if I'm New England. It's not going to get better. Bill Belichick is arguably the greatest ever. He hasn't done anything without Tom Brady. 
Let's just keep no. talking about Bellator. It's not going to get better. No, let's just keep going. Ooh, Please. the Prince next. No, let's just keep going. Let's the contract thing. Are we still calling him the Prince? Like, don't give me... While spinning the break, arguing Mac Jones over CJ Stroud. Not over. I'm saying Equivalent. two rookies that went. Yeah. Let's see where they each land on the mountain tomorrow. I'm not Ryle. saying the over. Let's see where they each land on the mountain. Mac will be on. He's got some bad news. Jacksonville Jaguars. The Prince who was promised. Done for the year. Two interceptions on the day. Here he is post game. Everyone's going to deal with this their own way. And, um, you should, I mean, and everyone does, but you should should feel sick and you should feel disappointed and frustrated in yourself and our offense and the team, everything. I mean, because, like I said, you put in so much work and then for it all to, you know, coming in here, we win. We're making the playoffs. We got a home playoff game. We're leaving here, going home, and we're done. So it's been the tale of just half a good season. And last year, we, we write off this entire rookie season. And then the beginning of last season, two and six, and then he got good. And then the beginning of this season, he was good, and then he went two and six again. So that's the story of a prince and a once vaunted show franchise. Uh, has its final swan song. I don't think we got the bugle guys, as Bruce says. Instead, I got this. Askatanic for a wow. baritone. Oh, similar outfit, to be honest with you. We did. Oh, it is a big I, I, I had no idea they were here. Yeah. Okay. Not as festive as All in right. the past. So, no, can, can we be. Can we, <laughs> hey, guys. Hey, guys. Yes. Can we be serious for a moment? I'm trying to be. <laughs> Um, all right, so two things are true here. Yeah. And you guys are going to jump at on me for the first thing, but just let me get to the second thing. The first thing that is objectively true is like many teams this year, the Jaguars' season was done in by injury to their quarterback. That is just – we can show you the numbers. We can show you the record. In fact, can we please show you the number and the record? This is what he did through – the Bengals game, which is the game he was the first of three injuries he suffered. And now Brew pointed out leading into that Bengals game, he wasn't lighting the world on fire. But they were 8-3, and three and they were fine. And they were 8-3, and they were fine. He was playing his best football. And then he suffered three separate injuries over the final six weeks of the season, missed a game, the one game they actually won. And so that's true. Here's what's also true. He needed to be better when he was healthy. He did not take the leap that I and many others expected, even if it was unpopular on this show. And it was a disastrous year. And in a year that I felt, Brew, he was going to take a leap into that second tier of AFC quarterback behind Mahomes. Instead, he went the other way. So right now, the AFC quarterback hierarchy, you have Patrick and let's put Lamar in that same room because he's about to have an MVP, two MVPs with him. You have Josh and Joe in that next group beneath them. And the guy who's coming for those spots right now appears to be C.J. Stroud. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I would put him in that yeah right. or put him in He's that group. He's the best that's quarterback fine. in that division. That, that, that's yeah. fine. And so Trevor's with Tua and, I, I, I mean, Anthony Richardson and rookies yeah, and yeah, Will Levis. My, no, my point is guys who are all going to be competing to try to be a top five guy. I included rookies in that. Who had, so he went backwards. He, right now, it shouldn't, he shouldn't even be in a top five conversation. That's and, what and I'm, I'm saying. And I, like, I haven't liked him as much as you, but I've liked him. But I'm incredibly disappointed. And you're right. He, he did get banged up. So is it, is it in the Jalen Hurts category of banged up and I just can't play as well as I usually can? Now, Baker, we saw him play through injury. And it, like, completely derailed his career. I don't see that happening for Trevor. But he definitely took a step back, Greg, in everything passing-wise. Mm-hmm. His last five games, ten turnovers, nine touchdowns. Yeah. And he was the weak link. We talked about that earlier, kind of jokingly. But he was the weak link late. Like you said, the one game they won, he didn't play. So, he, Yeah, what's interesting is it's – for me, it wasn't disappointing because – I kind of saw this. Uh-oh. Like, I thought you they, liked him. I did. I, I mean, did I thought like it was, But uh, once, once I started watching this team play, and I remember saying right here next to my buddy Nick, like, I don't know who this team is. We don't know who Trevor is. Look, the, the fact of the matter is, what is disappointing is that they didn't stack the success that they had established last season yes. this season. That's what this is the most disappointing. Trevor Lawrence, like, 
there's another level of disappointment there, if you will, because you add Kevin, Calvin Ridley. <clears throat> Obviously, Christian Kirk gets yep. hurt. But you have a quarterback that you believed to be your guy, and this was the kicker for me. Last year, the success was great. Nobody expected it to be that great. This year, when expectations are on you, you don't even meet them. You can't even, you can't even rise Except to the occasion. Except that's where I would bring up they were 8-3 and three and he got hurt. It's not like they were bad so, all year. They fall again, apart at the so end of the year. I, I, can't, I can't give you that pass because we've watched Jalen Hurts play pretty much in, hurt all season long or seemingly yeah. unhealthy, and they've struggled. And they've fallen apart. They have fallen apart, but there's t- their team still in, oh. found a way At to make the playoffs. At one point, they were 10-1. Right. Yeah, okay. <laughs> this show is so dumb. <laughs> Live from New York, it's the show that thinks Washington might win tonight. I'll tell you about it. I'll tell you about it. I saw some interesting things on the All-22. Second hour of First Things First today. Why both Chiefs fans on this show feel more confident than ever. Meanwhile, Big Show rolls on. Will he dispatch of Brew's beloved Eagles? But right now, Cowboys rolling. They are the number two seed. Dak throws four touchdowns against the Tomato Can Commanders. Dak so focused when asked where his hat was celebrating NFC East, he said, you know what? I want bigger things in my future. A Super Bowl hat. Wow. Or one of those large hats, perhaps. <laughs> Super Bowl odds, San Francisco, Baltimore, Buffalo all of a sudden at three. Then the Cowboys at four. Then the Chiefs. More likely, Nick, the Cowboys reach the Super Bowl or crash in the playoffs. They're not going to flame out. There's not. They're not going to lose. Uh, Green Bay, credit to them. Credit to Jordan Love. I apologized to him on the internet last week for a bad placement on Mahomes Mountain. He continues to play great. They're not losing to Green Bay. And then in round two, they, I think they were very fortunate that the Rams won because they could have been playing the Rams in round one if the Rams had lost. I think the Rams are a very, very tough team. Now it's impossible for them to be playing the Rams in round one, obviously, or even round two. So in round two, they either get Philly, which is a dead team walking, Tampa, which will be very happy to be there at that point, let's be honest, or Detroit, all of which will be in Dallas. Mm-hmm. And so the Cowboys with Dak Prescott with a 4-1 to touchdown-interception ratio, the defense, they uh, I thought, kind of dodged, averted disaster with Gilmore's injury. He said he's going to be fine. CeeDee Lamb looking, it looks like the Dak-CD combo is the best quarterback-wide receiver combo in the NFL right now. Yeah. They're not flaming out. And so, they, now, am I 100% confident they would beat San Francisco or the Rams in the NFC title game? No, I'm not. But... I don't think anyone would consider making the NFC title game and losing flaming out. So the question is, are they going to lose in round one or two? No. So it's way more likely they reach the Super Bowl. Yeah, I I can consider a flame out losing, not getting to the conference championship. All right. um, So their NFC championship game or bust? No, I I think they're S-Bob or bust. (laughs) I mean, if I'm a Cowboy, I'm not satisfied with getting to the conference championship. I mean, they shouldn't be. But I'm saying if they lose to San Francisco in a tough, hard-fought game, now if they get blasted, if they get beat like 35-7 to by San Francisco in the conference championship, I think that would be a flame-out. Now, it it would be you just got beat by a better team, but I would consider that a flame-out. All right? But my answer is flame-out because I think Detroit – now, I agree, Philly – I'm out, all right? So, and Tampa, like you said, they'd be happy to be there. But Detroit, that's the team. Now, I might pick Dallas, and I I think Dallas is slightly better. But Detroit went there, and I think outplayed them. But for the 92-yard pass, which you can't take away, but that one play, I mean, Detroit had more sacks, more yards, more first downs, more trips to the red zone, more time of possession. I think they outplayed them, and I think that'll give Detroit confidence if they go in there in round two. So I think they, I don't think they're reaching the Super Bowl. I don't think they can get past the Niners, but uh, I think flame out is more likely. Yeah, I second I, I'm with Nick here. I, I don't think they flame out at all. This is, <clears throat> if they were able to write their script based on how their season has unfolded, they want to be at home. They're going to be at home, mm-hmm. like at least until the NFC Championship game against the Niners, if the Niners still, if they take care of business, then they get to 
actually visit the team that they've been identifying and talking about all season long. But for me, the Dallas Cowboys are right where they want to be. They're at home. This is where they're at their best. I get it. Detroit, I, I'm, I'm with you. I think Detroit played them fantastically. However, I don't know about Sam Laporta right now with right. that possible injury and what that looks like moving forward. He's a huge part of what they're doing and what they've done this season. The Dallas Cowboys are healthy. Everyone's rolling. I like this I, team right now in the spot that they're in. Also, my biggest concern for Dallas come the playoffs is Mike McCarthy's game management, and that might be X'd out if you're facing Dan Campbell. Hey, listen, Dan Campbell is the – We just saw that, and Mike McCarthy almost cost him the game. And then Dan Campbell did cost him the game. Uh, what, what do you mean, ah? Uh, what do you mean, ah? Uh? He went for two from the seven because well, he was, was angry. Silly. That was well, that's silly. what I'm talking about. Okay. Like, so the, well, I mean, this is the irresistible force against the movable object is these two guys. Now, I like, there are certain, I'm not trying to kill Dan Campbell because I think overall he is a good coach. But I think Mike McCarthy overall is a very good mm-hmm. coach. I think on game day he has some issues. I think Dan Campbell might as well in his first playoff game. I also think the, so much of the postseason is how the brackets fall. And I, you guys are right. That the Niners have, you know, they they feel like they own Dallas. They probably feel like they own the conference. The team the Niners doesn't want to don't want to play. I believe is the team they're going to have to play in the first playoff game because I think the Rams can go to Detroit and win that game. And if that happens, the Rams then go to San Francisco, and that is a red hot Rams team, divisional rival, a similar situation the Ravens might deal with in Cle- facing yeah. Cleveland their first yeah, yeah. game. Like I don't think the Rams. I think the Niners personally, made a bit of a mistake yesterday in not giving it more of a serious effort to win that game and knock the Rams down to the seven in a way that the Rams and Cowboys, I think the two other best teams in the conference, have to play each other. Now if you're the Niners, you probably got to beat them both to make the Super Bowl. If I'm right, that the Rams can go to Detroit and win in a game that for Detroit Lions fans is I mean, just the potential worst-case scenario of you're finally hosting a playoff game, Matt Stafford's involved, and yeah. he beats you. Yeah, but just cheer for everybody. No, the, that's, that's, that's just a sports uh, polygamist like they, you. They had jerseys that said they were Detroit Rams jerseys. Mahomes and the Chiefs basically took a walking by yesterday. Chris Jones played only to get a million bucks. It's a good moment. Uh, they host the Dolphins, temperature around zero, minus 19 with the wind chill, according to Nick. Here's the odds in the AFC. Baltimore, Buffalo, Kansas City. Dolphins, Browns. I like that Browns bet right there. Uh, Greg, how confident are you that Kansas City can win the AFC? Not very. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I'm not confident at all. Like, they're not winning the AFC. Like, this is, this is the Eagles and the AFC. Like, the Eagles Yikes. have told wow. us who they were. The Kansas City Chiefs, albeit, I get it, they're defending Super Bowl champions. They have told us. Time and time again, all season long, who they are. They are not this year's Super Bowl contending team. That's just a fact. What do the Chiefs do as poorly as the Eagles play defense? Well, it's, it's, not, it's not even that. It's offensively, they are not the same team. And for me, at this junction in, in the season, in the postseason, yes, you're going to need great defense. Mm-hmm. But everybody always talks about defense wins championships. No, it doesn't. Because the last time I checked, you got to put points on the board. That's, That's what wins you championships. And the Kansas City Chiefs struggle to do that. And when I look at this Dolphins team, we questioned even last year when they had to go to, to Buffalo playing the code, we questioned would they be able to compete? Yeah, right. Would they be able to fight? Would it be a blowout for the Buffalo Bills? It was Good not. Point. So I'm not going to say because of the weather, because mm. of the climate, okay. all these different things, the, the Miami Dolphins will get it done. Wow. Oh, so you think wow. the Chiefs oh. lose in round one? They're done. Okay. Coming All right. So this is. But listen, I I respect the conviction of the take. I I fail to see a logical path one can follow. I get why people would or will say Buffalo should be favored over the Chiefs if, if and when they play, <clears throat> even if that game were in Kansas City, but that game would be played in Buffalo. I do not understand at all. What argument one could make that the Chiefs' struggles are such that the Dolphins should be, you should believe the Dolphins are going to go to Arrowhead and win. The Chiefs at their worst have not 
been embarrassed by anyone. The Dolphins got embarrassed a weekend or two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. The Chiefs, at their worst, we are worried about whether or not they are going to, you know, score more than 21 points. Same with Miami. The well, Chiefs, yeah. exactly right. The Chiefs, at their best, beat Miami in a game that they were never trailed in and led by double digits most of the game, and that was in on a neutral site. And if the weather matters at all. It favors Kansas City massively. Playing in zero degrees or negative 19 as Wilds informed me via wind chill for Saturday night. Real feel. (laughs) Yeah, real feel, exactly. (laughs) Look, I I don't think right now I'm not picking Miami over the Chiefs, but I'm with Greg as far as Chiefs. I I don't have much confidence at all in them winning the AFC. All right, they're one in four. You're right. Like, Philadelphia is obviously in much worse shape than the Chiefs. But you are right in that. I mean, we watched Philadelphia for, what, six weeks play this bad. The Chiefs are 5-5 five and five over the last 10 games. All right, they're 1-4 against playoff teams. And they average, in those games, those five games, they average less than 19 points a game. So, Wilds, I, I know you hate it, Nick. He's right. If you score 21, that's you're beating the Chiefs. At least that's been the case this entire season. So, we, I got a question because we called the Miami Dolphins, or you called them breakdancers. Like, are the Chiefs? What are the Chiefs? Like I we, we make the it seem like tougher. Their defense is a great is tough. defense. Okay, their defense is tough. Yeah. Offensively, Offensively, a great defense with the best quarterback in the league and the yeah. best coach. That's all. Great. That's all. And it, listen, it's a team that I'm sure. Did you see McCall uh, uh, came the, back too? And, and McCall. Oh, oh boy! Oh boy! Did he drop a pass? Seventy-five yards. Playoffs. How different are they from the regular season? Uh, very different, right? Very different. I mean, set, these are just questions yeah. I think are, are – aren't we all going to look like fools if we don't say, you know we should have gone with the best quarterback who has the most experience who we've never seen have a bad game in the playoffs? Because take the regular season, throw it out, take the all-time great and defending champion in the playoffs, and he's going to be there. I, I totally understand that, and I, I get it. Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the National Football League, which is why the Chiefs will always have a chance with whoever is talking about this team and whoever they are playing. However, when we have watched them all season and we have said or we have heard people say they're just practicing, they're getting, they're tuning up. Guys, they're just wait and see. So, so you're- we haven't seen it. That, and we're still waiting. That part is totally That's correct. Fair. That, but the the idea that the Chiefs had this extra gear to unlock offensively that they were waiting on that was proven wrong. You guys are right on that. But what you guys, I think, because of maybe my bluster and the twenty and O and some of that, what you're missing is the fundamentals. The fundamentals of no other quarterback in this conference other than Joe Flacco has more than one career playoff victory. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, Josh Allen made the oh, playoffs Josh. now. So Josh Allen obviously yeah. has four, I think. The And the Chiefs go into this postseason with far and away the best defense they've ever had. Mahomes, I don't true. think anybody thinks is getting worse, and they still have Andy Reid. Those fundamentals yeah. make them as dangerous as any team in the league. And like- certainly a heavy favorite against Miami coming off their worst games of the year. You don't like this like mini buy they had to? You don't, don't you think no, that I don't. Is this is the most pressure that these receivers and the skills team oh, you yeah. guys are going to be under. All of a sudden, Bill's two-seed. They won their last five. They lost to the Eagles, but they've been cooking. Uh, Josh Allen threw two touchdowns into the end zone that were caught by two te- by his teammates. Two that were caught by the Dolphins. Here he is post game. Right. Hats and t-shirts. Never gonna say no. Don't mean the end of the day, right? It means that we punched our ticket to go try to win a Super Bowl, and that's it. We got one game at a time, starting at one o'clock on Sunday. That's it. The only thing that we got to worry about. It's beating the Steelers. That's it. Love y'all boys. I'm going to war with every single one of you every game, all right? I mean, no. Just loves T-shirts. I'll never say no to a free T-shirt. Did the Bills impress you last night, Greg? Uh, I think what was impressive was that they actually completed this five-game win streak. But it sounds like Last night, I wasn't impressed with how they won. Uh, And simply because of when you look at – 
we talk, you talked about it, we kind of alluded to it in the last segment, Miami being so decimated defensively and then being without players even offensively, you kind of expected them to win this game. And for Josh Allen to play the way that he did, although he played big and big in moments throughout that game, but he, he kind of became that roller coaster Josh that is like, uh-oh. Not kind of. You live with it, you yeah. die by it. Yeah. And they could have very well died by it yesterday with the way he played. So I wasn't impressed with it. What was impressive is that they actually went down to Miami and completed that five-game uh, win. Yeah, listen, and I didn't think they were going to, and I you know, I gave Bill's Mafia their flowers being in the show. I'm going to say something I truly believe. Bill's Mafia is going to be very mad, but I don't care. It's what I believe. I think if the Jags had won at 1 o'clock, the Bills would have folded last night after those Allen turnovers. I think that, and I don't know if you brew, if you buy that at all, that when things, when they were, when everything that could go wrong was going wrong, if it was, they didn't have the safety net yeah, of, that's, that's even a- if we lose, we're in. I think it goes sideways on them. Now, they had it, and they ended up winning. And Josh made great plays late. He did. I, and so I give them I, – I, I truly give them credit for winning five games in a row when I thought their season was over and three weeks in a row, in my opinion – Winning despite not playing well. Mm-hmm. I thought they played poorly against the Chargers. I thought they played awful against the Patriots. And yesterday I thought they played really poorly until the punt return brew that you mentioned that then flipped the game. So they are dangerous. And they, you know, they obviously got the team, everyone in the AFC, I think, wanted to play in Pittsburgh, particularly with the TJ Watt injury. I understand all that. But it was, it was a respectful, respectable win. I don't know if it was an impressive win. If that makes sense. Well, to your point about would, if they had to win that game, would they have folded? Josh was not playing well until the punt return. And they're down. And yeah. now you get the punt return and they had all the momentum and it's a tie game now. So that you might be right. I don't, we don't know about that. But I was impressed with everything except Josh Allen. I mean, I, I thought the defense – was great. I know Miami was missing some people, but held them to 14 points, dominated time. They had the ball like 16 more minutes than Miami did. You know, they they their defense has been playing really well lately. The run game was great. All right. Everything except and Josh ran it well, but for his boneheaded mistakes, I thought they played a, a very good game. So I was impressed with everything but him. Greg, were you worried about the nature of those interceptions. Yes. That are like Eli Apple, like, man, I don't I Gabe Davis not even in the frame when yeah. you look at the replay. Absolutely. The other one, like, well, it was a punt. Like, I read a lot of that. I'm like, I don't know if it was. No, that, you it, know, fourth and, by the way, real two. quick on that, fourth and two, if it's third and 20 right, or right. fourth and 15, fourth and you two. can say that's a punt. Fourth and two, it's not a punt because you want to pick up the two yards. Yeah. Like, that's an absurd. Yeah, yeah but the, the reason why it's concerning is because it takes us all, all the way back to the year before last. Or last year, where the red zone interceptions were the problem. Right. It, this year, it wasn't that was necessarily first red zone interception. I it, it wasn't the red zone interceptions. He's just been turning the ball over. Mm-hmm. That's who Josh Allen is. But when you are in prime position to put points on the board, and then you get, you walk away with nothing, yep. you cannot do that. That happens in playoff times. football. Well, so uh, and and by Three the time, so there's this. There's the other one that people are calling a punt. There's the play before the half. Yep. Yep. The fumble was, to me, more of a great play by great the defense play. than a terrible play by Josh. But I'm going to add something else. He's still running with it that, and not taking care of it. Uh, and, by the way, that first touchdown pass is brutal decision. The one that gets popped straight right. up in the air it's after you've already running. had multiple in-zone interceptions, to throw a pass that can be in harm's way like that, now you end up getting a touchdown out of it. But more often, I shouldn't say more often than not, it's about a coin flip that those balls that get popped up in the air end up getting picked. Now, the flip side to that is he's the only quarterback in the league that would have picked up some of those first downs. The only one. Not running past guys, but running through Mm -hmm. guys. And come the postseason... That is historically a bigger and bigger part of their playbook. Because, and maybe even more so with Joe Brady, who likes to run the ball even more mm-hmm. than the previous OCs, because you're less worried about Josh Allen's long-term health and more right. worried about winning those games. But I, here's what I, I, I believe the Bills are going to beat the Steelers, and I believe, unlike Greg, the Chiefs are going to beat uh, the Dolphins. I think that when Josh sees Patrick Mahomes across the field from him, he wants to be Superman. 
And I think right now, that is one of the best ways to be able to beat the Bills. Is Josh Allen trying to do too much? And it'll be the first time he's gotten that opportunity in the playoffs in his building. I don't think that bodes well for Buffalo personally. Big show next. Metal time, Lakers hosting the Clippers. LeBron, solid, solid dunk on my goat, Paul George. Solid, because I'm solid young. dunk. It's a good dunk. Bronze medal. Speaking of an actual young person, Paolo, 32, 10, really and good. 11. And a nice win for the Magic over the Denver Nuggets. Silver, Giannis in a loss, 48 and 17. To who? Uh, How'd that loss play out? to the Rockets. And by the way, Giannis, the team's problems are not because of the equipment managers. They're because you traded the league's best perimeter defender for someone who's uh, about shade under six feet tall and can't guard. That's actually what's happened here. Gold! All it took for RJ Barrett to get a gold was to get out of Sorry, New York, Randy. go north, north of the border. 37 6 and 6, and it went over the Warriors that had Warriors fans booing at what's it called? Oracle? I don't know. Chase. Chase. Yeah. Chase. There's the metal stand from last bad. this weekend. Draymond's coming back, though. Draymond coming back. Hey, but you know, almost retired. I heard he almost retired. <laughs> <laughs> Big show. Blake Guys, if, if I almost retired when I saw the, the breakdance. I'm glad. I said, you know what I said? That's a rash decision. <laughs> uh, did just enough you to get the W. And win the NFC South. He is now hosting your Eagles, bro. No, they're not his Eagles anymore because he abandoned them. Thank God. He I'm dropped off. them off at the I've fire department. I've got that burden off my body. How wary <laughs> should Philly be of the no, big show? No, not how worried should Philly be. How worried should Brew be because it would be the I single just, most embarrassing moment. You just said they're not moment. my team Doesn't anymore. matter. Yeah, Doesn't matter. The they, if, if, the, if the team before the year you picked to win the Super Bowl loses to the quarterback before the year you picked to get benched by Kyle Trask, it's the single most embarrassing moment in sports media history. Flatly. <laughs> Brew, will you wear a Worse than show? a team that you didn't even pick Bl- to make the playoffs yes. winning the yes. Super Bowl? Yeah. Who'd you have yeah. in the conference? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't Don't let Seattle's going to the NFC title game when I heard six months ago. Bro. Um... Baker, look, they're not exactly storming into the playoffs. Are you scared? Nine. Are you scared? Heck, you know. What was that word? Heck, you know. As we used to say in Cleveland, where I'm from, Browns keep rolling. I might claim more.